You're listening to Discover Hope with Pastor Tom Leake of Hope Bible Church in Columbia, Maryland. So the list of the apostles is given again and again and again for a reason. That's because they're so important. Now, sometimes the names are a little bit different. Judas, the son of James, is probably Thaddeus in the Gospels, and Bartholomew is Nathaniel in the Gospel of John. But this is the same group of men. And by listing these men, making sure each one of them is listed by name, what is Luke doing by that? We're so used to reading these lists and thinking, oh yeah, there's the list of the apostles. But why was that important to the church? God designed the starting point of the early church to be an example that we can learn from and do ourselves. The starting point was normal men and women understanding the importance of obeying and doing it together. God told them to wait in Jerusalem for the power of the Holy Spirit. But as Pastor Tom points out today, they didn't sit and twiddle their thumbs. They stayed, prayed, and made decisions and believed. Can you imagine being one of them to share firsthand experiences of the life and resurrection of Jesus? Now, here's Pastor Tom in the book of Philippians chapter 3 as he begins his message, Learning from Early Disciples. It is a blessing to be in God's Word because it is truth. It says of itself, it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We need that. We need to trust in God's Word. When we learn God's Word, we have to do more than hear it. We have to practice it. We have to do what it says. If we don't do what it says, we can't reap the benefits and blessings from it. If we act upon it, the Holy Spirit works. The Holy Spirit works in our lives, and He works in our church. So it's great to learn the Word of God. But sometimes... We hear the word, and we still don't quite get how to apply it. What am I supposed to do with this? How does it look, actually, when I take this and then I'm supposed to put it into practice? What does that look like? That is why God, as wise as he is, designed that we learn the word of God not by ourselves. That we are told to gather together so as we learn the word of God, we actually get a chance to see the word of God lived out in the life of other people. God gives us not just his word, he gives us examples. And the examples sometimes communicate what we need to understand about how to live the Christian life even better than what we heard from the Word, because we see it and we perceive, ah, so that is how I'm supposed to be patient or I'm supposed to have zeal for the Lord or something like that. When we get an example in front of us, solid examples, consistent examples, that teaches. We're able then to understand, ah, that's how I do that. That's how I'm supposed to be a parent. Or that is how I'm supposed to be a prayer warrior. That is how I am supposed to evangelize. God wisely designed that we would rub off on one another. That our examples, and some of us have better examples in one area and others in other areas, but we rub off on one another. And we learn about the Christian life a little bit from this lady and a little bit from that man. And yes, sometimes from that child. And it's, it's a wonderful design 
that God has given us. After all, isn't this why God sent his son into the world so he could be handled and seen and watched? And Christ would not just tell them, love one another. He would show them, this is how you love one another. Now go love one another. The commandment and the teaching match the example, and they must. Because if the teaching and the example don't match, then it's confusing. And he, of course, Christ is the perfect example, and none of us are. But I find it important, too, that in the church, someone like the Apostle Paul, now you might think he's, he's a, you know, a great saint of God, but he called himself the chief of all sinners. Someone like Paul would say, brethren, this is in Philippians 3, Join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. In other words, we came to your city and your church and we preached, but then we also set an example as to how to live. And if you're kind of confused about the teaching, what to do, follow the pattern, look at the examples, and you'll see how we are to live. This is what the Lord Jesus said to do. He even said, you call me teacher and Lord. And he said, you're right, for so I am. And then he said, if I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, then what? You also ought to wash one another's feet, right? He said, because I've given you an example that you should do as I did to you. So much of what we learn comes from examples. You know that old adage, actions speak louder than words. Words can be deceptive. Words can be misunderstood. But actions, when they're consistent... That really speaks. And, uh, and I think it's powerful to have godly examples. You can probably look back through your own Christian life and say, as I was developing, one of the first people that influenced me was, and maybe for you it was your Christian mother or your Christian grandfather or maybe a Christian friend that you saw in school who was witnessing the gospel to you. Maybe it was a Christian neighbor. Maybe you came to church and there just was that person there and you admired their character and you thought, there's a lot I can learn from them. I've had a lot of people that I've had an opportunity to watch through my years as well, from seminary professors to old ladies that Susan and I would drive to church and watch their manner and demeanor and how they talked. And each one of those people in the past and in the present rubs off a little bit on us. And that is the beauty of the design of being in church among un, you know, imperfect people, but people who are learning not just to hear the word of God, but then to look and see how that word is being lived out. Well, as we go to the next passage here in the book of Acts, we're going to be hearing the word of God, but we're also going to be learning from an example kind of at the same time. You'll have to picture the example because we don't actually see them. But what's being set forth for us in Acts chapter 1, verses 12 and following is the example of the early disciples. The example of the early disciples. And I want us to learn from their example. We're going to be in Acts 1, verses 12 through 26. And it's a longer passage, take a couple of weeks probably to go through it, but I'm going to read the whole passage for you now. The book of Acts, that's after the four Gospels, book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 12 through the end of the chapter. And it says this, Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered the city, they went up to the upper room.